look for this team's effort and energy to pick up. Oh, Giannis! Count the bucket! Talk about an A-train getting out of the way. We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And that was Giannis against the Nets back in February. Bally Sports with a call. The Bucks plus 650 to win the NBA title. Second shortest odds to win the East at 3-1, to one, just behind the Celtics, who are the favorites. Not only to win the title, now plus 475, 2-1 uh, to one to win the East as well. But, you know, this is normally the time of year where it's, it's kind of quiet in the NBA, right? You don't have a lot of... Uh, you don't have any Dame rumors right now. It's been quiet. Nothing with James Harden. He's not dropping the mic on anything. But then there's Giannis, who uh, appeared on a podcast from Believe Sports. I'm, I'm right, Scott. It's Believe Sports. Gotcha. All right. So here's the quote from Giannis. I'm a Milwaukee Buck, but most importantly, I'm a winner. If there's a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I have to take that better situation. He's laying the groundwork already. The Giannis rumors are already going to start this season. The Bucks have the third shortest odds to win the NBA title, and they better win themselves another title because if not, you're, it's only going to get louder. And if you're Giannis, actually, I don't even think it matters because even if you win the title, Drew Holiday, also true. Fa- father time is still coming for that <laughs> That's ass. true. You know, Brooke Lopez, father time, still coming for that ass. Oh, yeah. The last time I checked, Chris Middleton has had a swollen knee in every single offseason since college. So you talk about what they have done to surround him. They basically got absolutely lucky to figure out a way to get Drew Holiday, which was the final piece. If they wouldn't have gotten him, they would have never won a title. If Kevin Durant's foot was on the line, they would have never won the title. And and he'd already be gone. So even if they win in 2023, I still think there's another place that's better for him and more available for him to win multiple titles than Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I agree. Although if they win another chip, I could see him maybe staying there. I don't know. It depends on on the fit. I feel like we have to wait and see. I feel like there's certain guys that he definitely wants to play with or that he would want to play with. I feel like he'd really want to play with Steph Curry, but in a couple of years, Steph's going to be another year older, yeah. obviously. Um, I don't know. I know he loves Milwaukee. He feels loyal because they obviously drafted him, but uh, I, I, I don't know what ends up happening there, to be honest. Loyalty only goes so far in in pro sports. Yeah. Like People can sit here and throw it around. And I'll be honest with you, it bugs the hell out of me when people do that. Well, you know, this team drafted you and took a chance on you. How can you leave after like 10 seasons and it's still... You know what? It's If a guy wants to stay his entire career, great. But don't sit here and throw the loyalty card around when an NBA player, an NFL player, any any sport across the board can get cut, released, traded, anything, right out of the blue. The only people that are loyal in sports are fans. That's it. Not even owners, not coaches, not players. It only goes so far. And Giannis has done more than enough for that franchise. There is one main reason why they are still considered title contenders in the NBA right now. And it's Giannis first, second, and third. Everybody else has their roles, but it's because of Giannis. Yeah, I already forgot that Bud's gone, to be honest with you. Like, seriously. Uh, So I think what he's doing is smart, though, and this is what I always say when it comes to Giannis. I feel like he's putting on the pressure because if they continue, you know, to hit free agency, make the right moves, and they win a couple championships, there's going to be no reason for him to leave. Like, there's no reason for Steph to leave because Golden State just won another championship. So even if they have to rebuild, you know, and they're bringing back Draymond and Clay and his guys and they're getting another year older – I don't know if he wants to leave. He could just retire a warrior. Maybe maybe that's what Giannis wants to do, but I do think that they're going to have to continue to build, and I don't really like them in the East this year. I mean, they're going to win 50-plus games. They're going to be a top seed, but 
on paper, I don't like them better than Boston. And if Dame does end up going to Miami, I mean, we've we've seen this kind of we saw it in the bubble, and I thought that was kind of fluky because it was the bubble. But I don't know if it's a fluke anymore. And I know Middleton was banged up, and Giannis got hurt in that series. But I think even if Giannis was healthy, I think Miami probably would have won that series, maybe in seven. But so I'd feel better about the Heat too. I'm not saying like their window is passed, but other than Giannis, like like you said, Middleton's another year older now. I did see he's on the JJ Redick podcast, so he looks like he's in really good shape. But Brooke Lopez had a really good year the year before that. He missed the entire season almost. So. I just I think there's too many question marks with Milwaukee. Yeah, like especially Boston. with health. Andrew Holiday basically said, I think next year is his last, like, not this year, but the following year might be his last year, and he, he might retire. Yeah. So if Drew Holiday retires, you might as well just pack it up. Yeah, and I love Drew Holiday, but, man, like, Jimmy Butler just absolutely took him to school. Oh, yeah. I mean, just slapped him around. He him even said daddy. he said it himself, he, that he got embarrassed. Like, like, he knew he just got pushed around by him. So Giannis is going to be... Owed $45 million this year, his age 29 season. Mm. Next year, it's another 48, and then it's going to be a player option of 51 with his age 31 season, and then he's unrestricted at age 32. So, I mean, th- there's guys have requested trades, and we didn't think Dame would, and whatever happens with it happens with it. But right now, well, there at least was a, requ- a trade request that was there, and we thought that would never happen. And what we could say is Giannis might not even ask for a trade he might just let his contract run out. Mm-hmm. So if there's no deal in place by this time next year, Milwaukee's going to have to start thinking about trading Giannis or they get him for nothing. They lose him for nothing because Giannis will have the player option, and we know if he wants to go somewhere else, he'll just opt out. He'll get the max, the super max, wherever he wants to go, and it's Kevin Durant and OKC all over, the, over again. So if the deal is not extended next summer, that's all the more reason that they need to make a deep run this year. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to have to figure something else out, or it's like L.A. Angels Otani time. Yeah, yeah, and you don't want to lose them for nothing. That, that's no. what, I mean, and, and that's the thing about being a small market team or a middle market team, whatever you would consider Milwaukee. I guess a small market team is you've got to get something in return, obviously, but yeah, I don't know, because right now, I mean, they're predicted, like you said, they have the second-best odds in the East, so um, they just have to do... Uh, what we thought they were going to do last year, win basketball games. I'm going to throw an early would-you-rather out, even though Ooh, we're I not like doing that. that just yet. The Brewers right now are it's scoreless. Bottom of the first against the Marlins, by the way. Uh, you can get them at Jeez, minus 150 on the money there. line. Nobody's there because it's a Marlins game. The Brewers right now are 20-1 to 1 to win the World Series. The Bucks are plus 650 to win an NBA title. Would you rather bet the Brewers to win the World Series this year or the Bucks to win the NBA title next year? Ooh, probably the Bucks. Yeah. Probably the Bucks, just because you do have Giannis, mm-hmm. and when all those guys are clicking, they are really, really good. How it depends on who they draw. You know, maybe Miami doesn't get Dame, and they're just old and decrepit. And Boston, we know they're soft with Joe Mazzula. Like the pathway is there for Milwaukee, right. I think more so than it's there for the Brewers. Yeah, and like Boston, we've done this with them the last two years, and then they've gotten far, and uh, they've collapsed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, so, it's very true. Such a great way of putting it. They've gotten far, and they just, yeah, they and just then, die right there. I was trying to say something nice or trying to I don't know, break it down, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. they just completely fall apart. Jason Tatum becomes a shell of himself. I don't know. I don't know how healthy Can he's been the last two years. Can I ask you a question? Because yeah. Tatum is one of your favorite players. I still love him, but I don't know. I'm kind of, like, out on betting right? him. And on top mm-hmm. of that... We, at one point, were sort of back and forth in terms of, like, is he a top five player? Is he a top ten player? But if you're a kind of guy that hides behind injuries when you don't play well and there's always a mystery injury that pops up and you don't perform well in the biggest moments, 
how could I possibly call you a top five player? Yeah, I think that's fair. And it's like, you know, Jimmy Butler in the regular season, he could average 17 points per game, but then in the playoffs, he's a top 10, he's a top 10 player, you know, on both, both ends. And that's what I like about Tatum though. Like he's a, he's a really good defender as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's and, and there's so many guys right now. I don't know that I could go top five. I feel like it's unfair that he almost has to win. He has to win a championship for me to put him top five. Yeah, but that's with most NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Like, would, that's not unfair. People said it's, that about Jokic. I mean, Giannis, yeah, it's an even playing field kind of for everybody right now. Yeah, Giannis wasn't top five. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't consider him until he won a championship for whatever reason. Because um, he couldn't hit free throws, and then he did. It's tough. It, it is right now because everybody's so good. Yeah, the league is a really good place. I think I'm going to... Because, like, where's LeBron? Where, where do you put LeBron and Steph? Are they still top five? I have I'm have. i still putting put LeBron in top five. Yeah, same here. He averaged 30 points a game in his 20th season in the NBA. If you piss How him can off, you he not? could still go out there and score 40 on you. Totally. I mean, you fear him more than you fear almost any man. You know who's in, in the category of top ten, though, right now is probably Shea. I think Shea is going to have He's really a good. monster here. Yes. Shea is unguardable. For yeah. someone that you know can't hit a three, and and that takes away what you do as a – I mean, that adds a layer of being making it easier as a defender, and yeah. you still can't stop him. He's like an old-school, early 90s kind of mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Yeah, like because that's how it was in the '90s. Everybody yeah. was a mid-range guy. Kind of, there's some Demar Derozan there, but better. Yeah, yeah, like but, mid-range. Well, and defensively, he's so freaking good. Yeah, too. like the three-point shooters back in the '90s were like specialists. It was like Steve Kerr and guys yeah. off the bench. I mean, mm-hmm. you had Reggie Miller. Don't get me wrong. Larry Bird was a great three-point shooter, but for the most part, Jordan, Drexler, yes. they were slashers, and then they had to add something to their game when they got a little bit older. Like Jordan was a slasher. He just wanted to dunk on you and get to the rim. And then, like when he lost, he lost a little bit of that burst, and that's when he developed the fadeaway jumper, and he got stronger because he was getting bullied by the Pistons. But yeah, he—I mean, he didn't shoot a lot of threes. Yeah, yeah. It's—it's it's a game. The game has just evolved. I think without question, where now you've got to be a three-point shooter, even if you're seven foot five. All right, Unless the WNBA shot. playoffs actually tip off tonight. Eight Eastern is going to be Minnesota at Connecticut. Uh, the Sun eight and a half point favors. Totals one fifty-nine and a half. There. I know you've got—you've got something early on on this. At least one of these games, yeah, right? Yeah. The the Aces take on the Sky, and listen, the Sky. Plus 16 and a half. They're 16 and a half point dogs. This year, they're 22, 16, and 2 against the spread. But more importantly, they've covered in seven of their last eight games. Their only against the spread loss was against the Liberty, who right now are the favorites to win the entire thing. They beat the Suns outright as nine and a half point dogs. So you're a 16 and a half point dog to the Aces. I don't care where you play, on the moon. The Aces against the spread haven't been great at covering big numbers. It just feels like too damn much. And if you're operating where you use a book where you have player props, shop around. Kalia Copper is the reason this team is in the playoffs. Uh, the Aces allow a ton of points. So I would take Kalia Copper. I believe her prop is 18 and a half. She's hit that, I think, the last eight games in a row. I expect her to have over 20 points. I think the Sky is gonna, are going to keep this close. Playoffs are here. Also, Lynx, like you said, play the Sun. Alyssa Thomas is in contention to be the MVP right now. For whatever reason, her player prop is only 15 and a half points. And she averaged 21, 20, and 12 against uh, against the Sun or against the Lynx. So player prop sitting at 15 and a half. She's going to play a ton tonight. Playoffs are here. I think that stars do star things. That's crazy to me that the Liberty are now the favorites. Yeah. 
after everything. Like, I know it was supposed to be two super teams. They've given the business to the Aces the last two times they played them. Do you think they're going to win? Do you think they'll knock off I think that they have enough to do it. On the perimeter, they're really freaking good. They've got answers for all the things that the Aces do well. I think this thing goes the distance. Do you expect that to be the finals? I'm assuming Mm -hmm. Aces. If you had to take both them out. What's that Sun. third team? Sun? I think it's the Sun. Okay. Yeah, they're really, really freaking good. Really freaking good because of Alyssa Tom- Thomas. I'm actually looking at that game right now. Yeah. <laughs> eight and a half. There's some nine and a half. Bet MGM has an eight and a half at home against Minnesota. You're talking about the Connecticut Sun game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to tip off here in a couple minutes. Actually, six minutes. Yeah, so you better hurry up then. Hurry. You know what? I'm hurry. Gonna, I'm going to play the under. Under 159 and a half. Yeah, Sun played good defense. Just, just, just small. Pam Maldonado next. It's Bet MGM tonight.